everyone, welcome to another episode of the Bonfire Sessions, I think, uh, God, I don't know what the fucking episode this is, um, just look on the, uh, on the, on the app there, it'll tell you. and, uh, what are we talking about today, we've got a good one, we've got, the, we've got a question from, uh, sorry if I butcher your name, Frank Schweeties, Schweeties, <laughs> probably Schweeties, probably Schweeties, or Schweeds, um, we're gonna get into the, uh, the knowledge of good and evil. Why did God plant the, knowledge, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil? But before we do that, uh, just to remind folks, if you want to be featured on the bod, uh, the bod, the podcast, that'd be a great um, <clears throat> bot, the podcast. <laughs> I mean, you've been working out quite a bit. I work out a lot. Maybe I, I should start working out. I should start. A, you started working out a little bit. I see you got some weights here, man. Yeah, I got I'm, a bench. <clears throat> I'm actually using them. Yeah. Well, that's the only way they work. You gotta use them. So this is the podcast. We should we should change the name. No, this is the Bonfire Sessions podcast. Uh, if you want a, if you want to ask a question, philosophical, political, theological, and we think it's a good question and not a shit question, we'll feature it on the show. You will win a uh, a uh, a booklet, a PDF copy of one of the booklets that we have out now. The Bonfire Sessions. If you don't win, fear not. They're only ninety nine cents on Kindle. Uh, so go to Amazon and and pick one up. But uh, We'll get into that in a second. Mike, how are you? How are you? How the fuck are you? Mm. Good. It's been a, a pretty productive day. I was uh, putting together a, a carport for... Uh, that's where I put my firewood. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Got some shit done, huh? Yeah, but, you know, we're staring down the barrel of uh, another fire. Can you see so. it from the window? I'm going to get up. I gotta go look. It's right. It's right behind the trees, oh. as usual. Yeah, we were supposed to record the other day, and that got pushed back. Cause uh, what what did the 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 what do they call it? The Dixie Fire? You got a dog named Dixie in here. What the fuck are you doing up there? Lighting fires and shit. It, it started the same spot, right, as the campfire. <clears throat> a mile, yeah, down, a mile down a the mile way. Or so, yeah. It's crazy, right? Fucking crazy. And uh, it's pretty daunting. I posted. Uh, I'll show it to you. I posted it on my Instagram. Picture driving up uh, from Chico just now. It's pretty daunting. There you go. Doesn't look good. Yeah, kind of, kind of feeling a little triggered looking at that. Yeah, yeah. it's it's pretty gross. And that's kind of happening all over the West right now. Are there a lot of fires? I've heard. I mean, I know there's a couple in Northern California. Yeah, right. Total, uh, just in the West, like, uh, not what, 50 at least? Oh, yeah. I don't know. Not right. In addition to California. Um, Oregon is looking pretty bad, right? Is it? Yeah. You don't have to worry, though, because um, I've heard from conservatives that climate change is not uh, caused by our behavior. So, fuck it. Like, (laughs) I don't know if that's. Fuck you, one, I guess. That's really not a whole lot of comfort. I mean, they, they can't deny that it's happening, at least with human-caused climate change. We know what to do about it, but if it's just if it's just happening willy-nilly, I don't know if I like that any better. I don't, I don't think it's happening willy-nilly. And even if it is, like, you should do something about it. This is, um, this is getting quite old. Quite old. Right, to put it. Yeah, I don't know yeah. how else to put it. Scary? Daunting? I just know I've got a 
like the day of the fire that it broke out, I just had, you know, I was sick to my stomach the whole day. And I don't feel that way exactly now since, I mean, probably okay with this fire, but it's, still. Yeah, it's going the other way, luckily. But the next one, this is only July. Fire season is technically like another four months. Three or four months. <clears throat> to the end of November. November? Yeah. <laughs> Stupid, man. I feel like... <laughs> I mean, the, the winds kind of... They change direction with the season, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not a meteorologist. No, I'm not either. But I, f- I feel like if... At least for Paradise, if we get all... We get a couple small fires to surround the area while the wind is going in the right direction. Like, when we when we come to fall, like, all this stuff will be burned when the wind is going, yeah. you know, in our direction, so. <laughs> That's the only lucky thing about this one. It blew the other direction. Yeah. Right, it happened, so. It happened in the summer. So early in the summer. I don't know. I don't know if that if that makes a difference, but it did this time, so there you go. <clears throat> Fucking, I, it's, where do you go, though? I mean, you just get out of, get out of the west? It'll be the, it'll be the opposite of the wild west. Everyone's gonna start moving east. Yeah. East and north. I guess, I mean, at least right now, not a whole lot of people are actually leaving California. Um, but yeah, do we sell? Do we sell our houses now while there's still water? Uh, you know, before nobody wants you know to buy in California anymore. Like that's right. something to think about. It is. Um, I mean, <laughs> legit, no water is a thing. Like that's like. Uh, it hasn't rained in a while. Mm-hmm. Eventually, the water's not going to be there. Yeah, is is the West going to be the next Sahara Desert? Man? Maybe. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's hard to keep. Uh, it's hard to keep the plants alive in Chico. Even, I mean, you know, watering them, but it's just so hot, so dry. It's it's pretty crazy when you feel that like like it was ninety degrees in Paradise today. Mm-hmm. And it's like uh, ninety isn't that bad. Pretty temperate. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. I think like, we've had in the last month in Chico, we've had two days under a hundred, and it was like ninety-seven and ninety-four. Oh it was like, oh, it's ninety-four today. Ah, oh, amazing. Put a sweater on, <laughs> a scarf. <laughs> Start to bundle up. That climate change is full of shit. It's pretty nice today. But I mean, if. Yeah, right. If I, I don't think you acclimate that way. I wish it worked that way. Maybe to some degree, but not. Right, that's pretty extreme. But ninety-four with a sweater—that's that's just kind of ridiculous. <laughs> you got something wrong. You're going through chemo or something, right? Yeah. Oh man, how you been feeling, by the way? Good. Good. Well, good. Good. Well, you want to get into this question? Yeah, let's do it. So, uh, Shweddy. Remember that SNL sketch, Shweddy Balls? That's immediately what I, <laughs> what I thought of. Oh, man. Shweddy Balls. That was a pretty funny one. Yeah, it was classic. All right. So, Frank Shweddy's um, asked, Why did God plant the tree of knowledge of good and evil in the garden? And uh, that's it. Pretty simple. Straightforward. Because he wanted to. Don't fucking question the Lord. Uh, simple, but 
you know, no, I'm kidding. Very profound question. Yeah, no, no, good question. Um, of course, like literalism aside, I don't, I don't think there's like a literal tree of knowledge of good and evil. Evil. I don't think God is a gardener. Um, I read the story allegorically, like a, like the mythology that it is. But I think the the question behind the question, you know, why? What does that tree represent, and why? Why is it there, and why shouldn't we eat from it, so to speak? Yeah, I mean, I'll just, I'll just get into the meat of it, I guess. I mean, it, it's quite simply a lesson uh, for not judging. I would say, mm-hmm. um, why? I mean, I, I don't think that. Well. I was thinking about this earlier. It kind of assumes that there is such a thing as good and evil, right? Right. Um, well, we cer- we certainly conceptualize and label as such, whether it's a thing or not. Right. I mean, as a concept, you can't point. Can you can you point to something evil? Can you directly point to uh, an evil act? I mean, cold-blooded murder. I uh, yeah, exactly. Like, uh, um, yeah, or I don't know, even like famine. I mean, uh, sure, poverty. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I want to be nuanced about it, but humans aren't. You know, they aren't very good at distinguishing between what's good and evil. Like when you fall into the middle of the spectrum, like. Mm. Uh, is somebody well myself as an example is was me getting cancer was that evil um, it's kind of hard to tell there I mean it uh, you know a lot of good came out of it too um, I don't I don't think it was like a, I don't think it was evil as in like something that's caused by some malicious force or malevolent force I mean it's a shitty biological response to. <laughs> That's one of my favorite sounds ever. Is it <laughs> like a dog, like just fucking going for it? That it's so funny to me. Right when you're around the fire pit and it's all quiet, Dude. and then... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Have you no shame? Like, I'll make it funny. You let you know it. Um, I don't think I don't think like a an evil force caused that as a. But, I mean, could we call it evil? I guess. I think there is a point to do not judge, do not label. There's risk to having the knowledge of good and evil and eating from that fruit. Because you start doling out what's good, what's evil. All of a sudden, everything you do is good, everything they do is evil. God's on your side, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, right. You, You immediately go to religious persecution I mean, right it's an easy place to go to yeah and it's a it's a there's a pattern of that i i will say though i don't think i would say there should be some like universal you said do not judge you have to judge some things i mean you have, you have to you have to say like i mean I, I i go to a restaurant right and the food is shitty I have to say, oh, I, this, I'm judging this to be bad. I'm not going to come back here anymore because I got sick. Like, I mean, 
you know, you, you judge that, you labeled it, you put it on a scale of like, that's a two. I ain't coming back to a two and spending money on that. Yeah. You have to make some sort of, but I think like, I think maybe it's the difference between judging and being judgmental. Yeah, that's good. Or uh, judging actions or results and not, you know, the person, right. or whatever that they came from. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I mean, don't, don't think the chef is a piece of shit. I mean, maybe he's having a bad day or maybe the ingredients are bad. I mean, yeah, I, I mean, or you could, or you could say he's a bad chef, but <laughs> yeah, not a bad guy, but uh, maybe find a different job. Yeah. But I think that's the direction that, um, eating from the fruit of the knowledge of good and evil. I think that's the point of like, don't do that. Or what the story is kind of conveying. Like if you do this, you get, you get kicked out. It leads to some things that lead you out of the kingdom of God or paradise or whatever. Yeah. It, uh, right. Leads you to put clothes on. So we're not all walking around naked. Perhaps. Yeah. Which <laughs> I, I mean, I think most people should be clothed. I will say. I mean, I'm not trying to body shame anyone, but uh, you know, maybe everyone should be clothed, or maybe not. We maybe we only think that because of the culture. I mean, obviously, if we grew up in some tribe that we never did that, it I would mean, be it'd be nothing. I mean, we're so we're so sexualized, right? That, um, I mean, yeah, you just you think of somebody not being that fuckable. <laughs> <laughs> Right, which, you know, probably isn't the healthiest place to to go to immediately. Well, no, and and it's weird that our culture, like, I remember even growing up, like, I watched movies that people get blown away, like, exploded war, gunshot, all sorts of violence. I never saw a titty in a movie growing up, like, not with my parents there. (laughs) I never saw nakedness, right? I mean, we just, like... We're so ashamed at bodies and like if something has a boob in it or a sex scene, it's like cover your eyes and uncover them when people are getting blown up and saving Private Ryan. It's like (laughs) guy's face gets blown the fuck off and you're like, oh, well, that's war. I don't know. Shoot, I was at least 25 or so before I started realizing what the hell? I mean, what is our problem in the United States? with violence and all that and just uh, totally abhorring abhorring you know nudity and sex it's and all that very it's, weird you have to you have to step away for a, for a bit to really <laughs> realize what the hell it's gross I mean Black Hawk Down uh, did you ever watch that I'm sure I did I think so but just people getting blown in half their intestines oh yeah you know, flailing about yeah you see an inner thigh in a movie you're like oh my god it's very we're but at the same time like we're both we're both obsessed with sex and puritanical still. Cuz like you like did did you listen to the last Heretic Happy Hour the bonus show where the guy called in no. 35 times? I, I put it to music. Oh, well you played me some of the clips. Okay, yeah. 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 All of, all of his fucking voicemails basically were sex obsessed and and cussing. Sex and cussing. So you you guys are yeah, the whole. I mean, right. every every comment he had, it's like we talk about sex all the time. It's all we talk about. And it's as if that, right? But then that puritanical mindset, it's like, don't talk about it. Don't talk about it. Don't look at it. Don't touch it. Don't, don't fuck. 
but then we can talk about it all the time. So we're like, it's like this weird paradox where don't do it, don't do it, don't do it, and we're all it's like you don't shut up about it. If you're more open about it or whatever, it's like you don't even talk about it all the time. Yeah. Right. Like, I'm guessing like maybe you would over in France or someplace. Huh? <laughs> but I don't. I don't even think they do. Like, they, I don't know. It's yeah. weird. It's like this fundamentalist mindset where they've ju- they, they've eaten from that tree of good and evil and, and sex in this context and this context is all evil. And they just don't fucking shut up about it. I don't know, man. It's weird. I mean, I know there's something to the fact of it. It's so taboo in certain cultures that then that's... You, like, crave it. You desire it. You're obsessed about, you know... I'm just... Uh... I'm curious what would happen, you know, if that did happen, like, if everybody, if everybody did walk around naked all the time, <laughs> how do you, how do you end up getting, you know, sexually aroused? Like, I mean, I know context, of course, but <laughs> it seems like it would be maybe a little bit harder for the guy to get things going if, you know. If you're always seeing it? Yeah, because... I, I mean, it, I, I'd be nervous about walking around. I mean, I'm older now, so it's it's not going to be so spontaneous. But if I'm like a 17-year-old walking around, everyone's naked. But if you grew up... Oh, uh, yeah, I, mean, I, don't, if, I don't know. I have no idea. I'd have to I mean, ask I'm, a tribe who doesn't yeah. wear clothes. I'm guessing when you just get in the situation, your body knows. Knows what to do with it. The endorphins start flowing. Be my guess, but just a guess, just a wild <laughs> guess. Um, wild guess, not a wild guest, or a wild guest, whatever you're into. What would the What would the Buddhists say about the uh, the knowledge of tr- of good and evil? Basically, the same thing. Do not judge. Yeah, I mean, they would talk about you know point out exactly what what you're talking about that's evil, and. You know, it, I haven't I haven't studied Buddhism in a while. I mean, it's just been politics for me the last four years, so I kind of forget exactly. I want to say, I don't know that they really have that they talk about good and evil. It's more it's more about suffering, right? They they, they focus more on suffering than yeah. Evil. No, that's a good point. Yeah, they would call you know evil. They would say you know suffering and yeah and being a compassionate Buddhist, they would want to, you know, alleviate it. Yeah, yeah. And then once, yeah, all suffering is, you know, relieved, then what's left is quote-unquote good. Right, yeah. I have a hard time, though, with not judging and not labeling. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I go throughout my day, like, what the fuck's wrong with this person? What the fuck's wrong with you? I know, mostly... Mostly, I don't like people. <laughs> I would rather. I'm, I'm I would the, rather just be alone. Like, I, there's, I, I can. There's probably five people that I actually look forward to you know, spending time with. Yeah, it's not. It's not a big list for me. Mine might be a little expanded, but most of those people live not here locally. Yeah, don't. Uh, right, don't require. As much effort, maybe. <laughs> well, well, yeah, I guess. As far as just having to maybe drive places, 
But yeah, there's there's this. I don't know. I made a uh, post on I don't remember where, maybe Facebook, about how weird it is that I'm a universalist, but I don't like people. <laughs> I don't want them to burn in hell forever, but maybe you maybe wish- I'll shift my universe. Like it's it's reconciliation from afar. Like stay the fuck away. Yeah, what what's the term for that? Where you just don't like you don't like people. Um, being a dick. I I don't know. Where yeah, you, I mean it's not it's not like agoraphobia. It's not where you're xenophobia. Uh, I I fear from people from other nations. No, my my phobia of people transcends borders. Trust me. <laughs> um, term for not liking humans. Uh, misanthrope. There you go. General hatred, dislike, <laughs> distrust, or contempt of the human species, human behavior, or human nature. That's it. Okay. I, I don't hate people. I just don't... I don't want to... They anno- People annoy me. Uh, well, how much is it related to being an introvert? Yeah, maybe. Maybe I'm just around them and I'm, I'm already spent. I have to be around them a lot. I'm doing shit all... I was working all day with people... It's six thirty recording this, you know, and then by the end I'm just like I'm done with everyone because I'm worn out of energy. If I was an extrovert, I'd be like, "Hey, what's going on, man?" You'd be out of yeah. yeah, yeah, maybe. But everything starts to bother me. I get in line. I'm like, "Why are all these people a problem?" I'm in line checking out, and the people are talking in front of me, talking nine people behind me. How are you not aware? And then I come in through the line. Beep beep beep. I'm out. Do do. They probably see me as a dick. I'm like, I'm just trying to move the line through. Yeah. Why are y'all chatting? What are you chatting about? Uh. You are a problem for me. <laughs> How about, like, when you have... Uh, it's less of a problem when you're not as tired. I don't know. Maybe. I, I, I need to do a, a double-blind study here. I think it's a problem all the time. Maybe it's... I'm sure it's more of a problem when you're tired and, and when it's hot. Oh, yeah, obviously, right. I, uh, yeah. No, I would... And merging, could... merging on the freeway, too. Like, when you're merging on, you got, you're got you the one responsible for getting in between the cars. Don't make me break. I hate that shit. Oh, my God. And, <laughs> and they merge at, like, 40 miles an hour. It's like, we're going 70 here. You don't get on the freeway and then accelerate. You got to get your ass going. I agree. Fuck. <clears throat> what I hate, I hate when when people talk in doorways. <laughs> yep. well, like, at, where I work at church, like, you have the gym where you're setting up, where, yeah, where tables and chairs are, and then you have the kitchen, and then you're having to go back and forth, and then you got people just standing right in the doorway. In the doorway. Chit-chatting. Yeah, just... Each one posted up on one side. Oblivious, yeah, like... Or in the aisle. They're walking down the aisle, and they just stop. <laughs> like, they don't pull off the side, right? They just stop their fucking ass. And you almost hit them with your cart. <laughs> just fucking stop. It's like the person just breaks for no reason. Gotta be rules here. I... I'm judging. Like, I'm judging all the time. You motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, I am... I know I do, too. Perhaps... Right, maybe it just caught you at a bad time. Or maybe I'm just feeling especially good right now. But, yeah. It's that Beckett's non-alcoholic gin and tonic. 
Got y'all amped. Are you sure there's no alcohol? Yeah, positive. It says it right there, non-alcoholic. <laughs> Juniper Sky. No, actually, I, I haven't I haven't had anything to drink uh, since last Sunday. Oh, really? I've noticed. Feeling pretty good. <clears throat> pretty good. I yeah, think like, alcohol's a bitch, dude. I really think that alcohol is a bitch. I still, I don't want to be done with it, though. I, I want to have it special occasions. Well, know. maybe that's when it's nice. That's like a cigar. Like, you don't, I don't, you don't want to smoke a cigar every day. But a cigar, like, on your birthday or something? There you go. That's nice. Figure out a way to do it, like, once a month. Or, you know, like... That's it. But, no, I, I've... Yeah. Sleeping better. Yeah. Uh, more energy. Uh, yeah. Just better mood. Yeah. Yeah. No. So... Start working out. It's all gonna feel yeah, good. Yeah, no, right? You actually feel like working out? Yeah. yeah. Alcohol's the devil, Bobby. Uh, you know what really gets me too? You, you, you ever you ever bike down at, at, at Bidwell Park on the lanes there? Oh, you know I have. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You're going. People don't move. Like they're just walking, or they're on their bike slow, and they take up the whole thing, and you gotta like on your left. I mean, uh, and then they don't move. <laughs> and they give that like <laughs> uh, that, that, that holy shit. Other people are here. They give that whole thing. Oh my god. Drives me off the fucking wall. I didn't have it. I honestly didn't have a huge problem when I was down there with that. Mostly, like sometimes they wouldn't move, but most people didn't freak out when you when you passed them. Oh man! Like, but I don't know. I maybe maybe I'm just sensitive about some shit. I don't know. <clears throat> no, but I, I hate that too. Just having to say on your left. Yeah, I don't. <clears throat> mi- I don't mind it if it's like you're running, you got your headphones in, or whatever. I, I don't know, but. It's like when they're like surprised, like ah, <laughs> Jesus! You're on the bike path, shouldn't you be expecting? Be, be, like the, it's a road. Like think of it as a road. You're on the right here, and and if you're going slow, you're off to the side. You're in the fucking just middle, like wandering. This like when you walk straight, walk, you wander back and forth. I am judging people all day long. That's all I do. Thanks for the question, Frank. You made me realize how much of an asshole I am. <laughs> Well, you had to have some sort of idea before. <laughs> oh, fuck you. No, I told Lindsay, I was like... <laughs> you know, I, I'm one of those people who, like, every... You, you think I'm mad all the time, right? Now, here's the thing. It's, it's, it's just venting out little things all the time so that I don't get mad. Healthy, yeah. I'm not really like once you once I get past oh, this motherfucker move out of the fucking fucking way yeah. then I get past him I'm like I'm good I was never like I never like felt the boiling in my chest like I'm gonna fucking hit someone <clears throat> I just had to I had to vent that out so when yeah. I'm building stuff or I'm at home doing something why are you muttering to yourself because otherwise yeah it's gonna build up over time I'm gonna punch a hole in the wall as opposed to me that just you know. Uh, has politics going through my head all day, and I have—I really have no kind of outlet for it. Like, it's always just kind of, you know, there. And I, yeah, right. No catharsis. No. I mean, I don't. I mean, I could. I guess I, I could try just, you know, cursing, swearing. Uh, just start muttering cuss words to yourself when you're at work. Right. I'll try that. 
Make sure no one's around. You're gonna get in trouble. You're gonna think of demons in you. Well, my, my buddy at work, he doesn't, he doesn't care if he, he'll, he'll swear up a storm no matter where he is. Oh, yeah. Oh, at church too, at work? Yeah. yeah. No. They don't care. <laughs> and they don't care? Well, it's pretty empty. Like, during the week, pretty oh. much nobody is there, so yeah. it's pretty safe. There's but... this sanctuary. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> it might it might help you just every now and then once an hour put a little timer on your on your phone I'm the same motherfucker yeah bring a maybe bring a, a couple pillows or something to punch yeah scream into scream into yeah. or I could just stop you know listening to political stuff you gotta stop yeah. man you gotta stop cause now I hear Trump could could rerun in in 2024 they have a seven-step plan to get to get him reinstated. What does that mean? Who, who are they? Who's they? They they handed out. Cards. Who are they? Who who are they? Who's got a seven-step plan? The people from uh, CPAC. See, they got. A- they they handed out cards with uh, seven steps to getting Trump reinstated. Okay, what's step one? Uh, you got you got the seven steps. I do. It's like well, twelve steps. Let me pull it up. Most of them aren't actually steps, or they're just suggestions. Uh, like what's step one? Grab America by the pussy. Step two. No, there's no pussy in there. No, America's ain't no pussy. You would have thought right there when he said when he said grab him. I run up on him like a bitch and and grab him by the pussy. You would have thought the people who raised us, the good evangelicals, would have been like, this is where we check out. And they were just like, nope, this is where we double down. And then they have the audacity to get mad that I say fuck. I ain't saying sexually assault someone, though. Yeah. I want to calm down with that shit. Okay. All right, seven steps. Step one. Step number one. This is from the card itself. You've been handed your card. What does that look like? Why Were they passing these out to the the members? All right. Everybody that was at CPAC. I I see pull on the curtain. What is this? Reveal, quote, Achilles heel. Pull back the curtain on the horror show that is today's Democratic Party. Watch Pelosi melt like the Wicked Witch of the West. See the Black Caucus and other key groups flip unexpectedly and watch the tables turn. That was step one. That's not a step. Right. There's that, a, That's actually... Like a, right. That's not like a... It's not an actionable <laughs> step, right? It's like step one, fuck shit up. <laughs> step two... Fuck more shit up. Like, okay. What's the actual plan? All right, step two. Step two. Kind of like the first one. Uh, Witness a trusted conservative elected as Speaker of the House and finally reveals suppressed results of existing investigations into election racketeering. Okay, how does the Speaker of the House... They have to gain the House first, right? And then they nominate the Speaker from that party? Right, which, I mean... There's people that obviously want Trump, you know. I heard speaker. about that. Trump <laughs> Trump and Speaker, okay. Which, I mean... Uh, it's an oxymoron, but what... The what Speaker doesn't have to be from the House, so it can just be anybody that they So can. the Speaker of the House can be not from the House? Yeah, it doesn't have oh. to be from Congress. Oh, so... Oh, well, all right. Okay. Um, step two. That step, was step three. Step three. Uh, correct the official record reveal that Trump legitimately won 
the 2020 election, which that's impossible because they've done countless recounts. Um, they've done all those quote-unquote so-called audits or whatever they are. Yeah, and uh, all the cases that got, uh, you know, pretty much laughed out of court by, you know, Trump-appointed judges. And all okay, that. they're not so, doing well so far. So what are we on, four? Four. The Speaker of the House drafts articles of impeachment for Biden-Harris. Okay, uh, cool. Five. Five. Citizen Donald J. Trump is placed into the line of presidential succession behind the vice president. Oh, oh I, I see. It's all coming together. I Speaker see it. Of the House. Okay, all right, all right. Six. As Speaker of the House, Donald J. Trump then calls for a vote to impeach, charge, and remove imposters, Biden hurts. Yeah. And seven is pretty much exactly like six. Uh, duly impeach, charge, and remove Biden and Harris, whereby rendering all acts of said imposters while in office null and void and of no effect. Then duly elected Donald J. Trump resumes his rightful place as United States president. There is, uh, well, I mean, there. it is kind of, it's a reasonable idea, kind of, you know, to get Trump, you know, as speaker, mm-hmm. and then, uh, you know, impeach Biden and Harris. But the problem is, you can only, you can only impeach the president. You can't, you can't impeach, uh, Harris at the same time. So, you, you would... Biden would get removed, but then immediately Harris would become president mm-hmm. um, because of the line of succession. Right. Um, and so then Harris would, you know, obviously, you know, pick somebody from. She'd choose Donald, Donald Trump as, oh shit, as the vice president. <laughs> yeah, no, she'd right. probably pick someone else. <laughs> Guess what? Probably not Donald Trump. Yeah. So that's a pretty big. Uh, um, flaw in the plan right there i would say not to mention that you know most of the steps weren't actually they're not actually steps, steps. i mean if, I, I guess if if trump became the speaker of the house he would have to they would have to win the house right yeah the right. republicans uh-huh right so, they'd, so he'd become speaker in 2024 then they'd have to impeach and convict right well they would do sorry they would do that in 2020 2022. 22. 22. My bad. My yeah. bad. Yeah. Getting ahead of myself. 2022. And then they would impeach and convict. And then for both of them at the same time. Right. Then, <clears throat> yeah, you would have to do it at the same time, right. but that's not how it that's works. That's not how it works. Yeah. I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. You know that narrative that evangelicals painted about the Antichrist and how how he rises to power and all the sh- all the shit that they'd say it's if he does that i'm gonna start believing what they used to teach me and and trump's the antichrist it's all sounding vaguely familiar right now like right the narrative the apocalypse armageddon (laughs) the beast gets a head wound comes back oh did he gets a head wound? i think right like there's something about that where he gets a head wound i think he's dead he comes back this is kind of like that, except it's an allegory, right? He gets a quote-unquote head wound, gets removed. Right. Then he comes back out of nowhere. No election. Just inserts himself, you know, like the pussies he grabs. Like, just puts himself, strong arms, all the pussies. And he's right back there. That's the narrative they painted. 
they brought it about too, right? I'd have to believe that shit again. I'm going on record right now. Well, minus the rapture, I'm not going to believe the rapture. I'm almost far enough removed from uh, from the Bible now, from Christianity, to actually come at it with uh, you know fresh eyes. And um, you know I'm playing, right? I'm not actually going to believe that. <laughs> no, but <laughs> it's not like the Bible has nothing to say of worth. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I I think it would be worth revisiting. <laughs> <laughs> I think that I think there's something to it, Mike. But not not literally Donald Trump. But I, I just I can't believe like that. I just, I've, I've never understood how the people who raised me told me what's good, what's good and evil, told me how to do all that, what, what's right, what's just in the world, and they and they align with Trump. They would have never they would have never been cool with that. I would have thought. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean the act of the act of prophesying. Like I don't, I think there's something to it. I, it's I don't think it's like you get you know a vision of the future, but I think it's more like you understand how the world works enough so that when you know certain things take place, you know, okay, well, this is going to be kind of the logical outcome mm-hmm. of you know whatever. Yep. So you know when I don't know how far back you want to get the the ball rolling or you know the chain of, of events started but you know maybe 40 years ago or whatever I mean with Ronald Reagan I don't know so I that part of the Bible that might be how I would uh, look at you know the Antichrist you know. that's how I'd see all of like uh, Jewish prophecy right keep doing this this is going to happen pretty predictable like yeah you, you maybe don't even have to be yeah super duper smart right like bob jones university led to reagan reaganomics drug war led to bush and foreign policy led to the backlash someone like obama then the backlash to that someone like yeah racism Trump. gets solidified yeah, yeah. And, then, and then it's this whole that was there's more to the history than that but that's a pretty good summary, though. <laughs> you know, it's it's like nothing exists like in a vacuum, right? I mean, Trump didn't just pop out of nowhere. You could have seen something like this happen, right? And and you could see someone, you know, maybe an articulate version of Trump next, like uh, Ron DeSantis. Who the fuck's that? He is the governor of Florida. The governor. The governor. Pretty much, uh, yeah. If you're involved in Florida, you're probably a fucker. I can't. I don't. I can't think of any uh, politicians from Florida that aren't uh, just ridiculously evil. Gates. Uh, uh, Gates. Uh, Rick Scott. Little Marco Rubio. Marco Rubio. DeSantis. Uh, shoot. <laughs> all all bad, huh? Pretty deep red state. Yeah. We we like to think that we almost got Florida, but we didn't. I don't know. So he's a, he's like he's like a Trumpian, but he sounds smarter. Yeah, he. I mean, he does have you know presidential aspirations. Um, 
And his plan was basically just to be a mini-me kind of Trump. Like, you know, oh, good. Made it clear that he was totally behind the behind everything that Trump did. Um, but he's uh, actually a pretty good, you know, politician and pretty, yeah. pretty competent, which is uh, scary. scary as hell. Yeah. I've always thought it was weird that Trump bragged about the loyalty of his supporters. And that's like... I don't know, man. That's not a compliment. I don't see it as a compliment. That's a sycophant. Yeah, well, I mean, he was right. Oh, he's right. But, yeah, it's... He's 100% right. Ride or die, motherfuckers. That's what they are. He pretty much... Yeah, I I think he said it once kind of in the past. But he made it pretty explicitly clear that, you know, like, when polls come out and, uh, you know, they aren't favorable, you know, he'll say... Uh, you know, it's a fake poll or any kind of fake news. Anything he doesn't like is fake. And then I think it was at CPAC, he um, said it very clearly, and nobody, you know, batting an eye. So, yeah, like he can, he can directly, he can lie to their faces, and both parties will know about it. Mm-hmm. And nobody cares. No one cares. <laughs> doesn't change anything. Yeah. Doesn't change anything. Nothing. Right, they didn't. They didn't follow him for rational reasons, so they're not going to stop following him for rational reasons. No, so. they'd probably go kill one of their supporters' babies, and they'd be like, "Well, they were probably going to be a socialist communist, so it's good that he did it." Mm-hmm. Yeah, something like that. That's extreme, but he could shoot someone on Fifth Avenue, and he wouldn't lose. I, I think. I think he's truer words never been spoken. Pretty damn accurate. Pretty fucking accurate, dude. Donald Trump is a prophet. Prophet sent by God. To fuck shit up. Step one, fuck shit up. Step two, fuck the Democrats. Step three, fuck Nancy Pelosi. Alright, let's use a seven. Step three, fuck Biden and Harris. Step six, fuck yeah, Trump. Step seven, make America great again. Boom. Done. Slick, right? Put that into play. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. Libtards. <laughs> oh my god people have lost their goddamn minds see this is why I don't like people this is what we have to deal with this is the world yeah. in which we live in kind of want to just be a dog look at your dog over there just laying down he's not worried about good and evil he's not worried about politics he's not worried about climate change Teddy I could get Teddy you're not paying yourself fuck you I could get a lobotomy or something to take out that part of my brain. The political brain? Or maybe just self-consciousness. Do I like self-consciousness that much? Mm. I'd have to think about that one. That'll be next week's question. The point is that I would I would really have to think about it. <laughs> I'd really have yeah, to consider. I probably wouldn't, but... <laughs> probably not. I mean, but, well, I mean... Dogs annoy the shit out of me, but if I didn't have self-consciousness, maybe I wouldn't be annoyed by them. Is that how that works? I don't Not a clue. Just talking out my ass. I have no <laughs> idea. Did we answer the question? I, I'm sure we skated around it. Frank, if we didn't ask your question, uh, or answer your question, I uh, thoroughly apologize. Yeah, we talked about it for a little bit. Eh, so. you got it good enough. Uh, <laughs> you got a good enough answer for the for the for the price you pay to listen to this show which is zero so there you go so you can't get mad uh if you want to ask a question uh, i think we had i asked one on my wall so i think i've got some good questions there 
so I'll probably um, snag some of those. But if you have a question, Sweet. PM me, slide in my DMs, as the kids say these days, and uh, ask away, and if it's good, we'll, we'll answer it. Uh, if it's good, we might not answer it. I don't know. It depends on how many how many people ask questions. And you'll win yourself a little book there. So, uh, any last words of wisdom, Michael, before uh, before I fuck off here? Uh, yeah, like, you know, don't be a dick. Don't, uh, don't be a dick. Uh, maybe, uh... And don't judge the dicks. <laughs> uh, yeah, plant a couple trees. Yeah. Plant a tree. Not in California. Well, I don't know. Because they will burn, and then that adds more fuel to the fire. <sighs> Do it anyways. I mean, you never know. You never know if it's going to get destroyed by a fire. So. Okay. Plant a fucking tree. Yeah. You know what was cool? I forgot to mention this. I made salsa today with some, some vine-ripe tomatoes and cilantro and all the good stuff. And I added, I found dried pepper from our garden. <laughs> the first garden before the fire. And there's still a little tiny bit left, so I'll throw it in the next batch. So that's the last of the garden. Is in the salsa we ate earlier. And isn't uh, that beautiful? Yeah. No kidding. Really, really, really good salsa. Hey, not bad for a uh, <laughs> for a non-Latino. So, uh, oh yeah, we'll talk. We'll talk later. See you in two weeks. Thanks for listening.